Welcome back to the Thermodat Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Miller, and I'm here with my co-host, Tyler Woodward. How you doing, Jaden? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Today's episode is brought to you by Cortigon, our stress relief supplement. Yeah. Um, whenever I first worked for the company, Cortigon was probably one of my favorite supplements. I don't think many people know that. Yeah, Cortigon is very dope. It's also one of Oom's oldest supplements, I believe. Yeah, I want to say it was our first supplement. Yeah, I think so, I'm too. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. That and that, was it Redwood after? Um, I think it was Cortigon, then Testro X, and then Redwood came in okay. somewhere somewhere following up with that. And so Cortigon fits pretty well into the theme of today's episode, which is talking about balance and balance in life, balance in diet, and how to approach thermodiet with a balanced approach. Mm-hmm. So uh, what's balance look like to you? <laughs> I mean, it's going to be different. Um, so for me personally, my strategy is to basically make my home, like where I'm eating every day, a, uh, let's say, call it a sanctuary. So pretty much everything in my home is going to be 90 plus percent thermo. Um, that way it just makes it easy. And it's not like I'm perfect or anything. But the, it's like you set yourself up for to make the best decisions without having to make hard decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like what is it, Jocko talks about it a lot or people talk about it where you only have like so much willpower. So if you don't, if everything is an easy decision, you only have Haagen-Dazs ice cream, all thermo stuff in the house, it uh, makes it a lot easier. Yeah, definitely. Take as much effort out of it as possible. 100%. What about you? Um, So I would say that I'm pretty thermo for the most part, especially like where I live. It's it's mm-hmm. pretty thermo, at least for right now, um, with living situations changing the way that they are, uh, it might be down a little bit from that but for the most part like it's thermo um i would say that i'm usually probably anywhere like around 85 15 90 10 thermo Mm -hmm. um i don't think that i'm ever 100 percent thermo no um there's been times where i've been really really close but i would say that i've probably never been perfect for instance like when got coffee this morning and instead of taking on my metal flask or a metal cup to fill up. I just went ahead and got their plastic cup. Like, yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of people can be very um, extreme with it, but I don't think that that's very healthy in itself. No, I mean, at the end of the day, at some point, you're just going to stress yourself out more by trying to be that extra 1%, extra 5%. Um, so personally, I like to get Chipotle once a week. Um, not something I like care to do religiously. It's just like sometimes it's easier to just not cook food mm-hmm. don't have that much time and you know time is a real thing and we also we talk about poofas a lot and the oxidative stress that occurs as, as a result but we also it's easy to overlook the psychological psychological aspect of many of these things mm-hmm. definitely yeah i would say the same thing is probably true for jujitsu i know both of us practice that mm-hmm. sport and like it might be a little bit stressful on the body but the psychological benefits that you get from that are you know compounding i would say 100 and same thing with skiing i mean i think there's a lot of benefits to being up at altitude and exercising especially at the really high mountains which is cool but skiing and those type of long endurance cardiovascular dominant work is probably not the best thing from a metabolic or thermo perspective but if you enjoy it if you love it and it makes you happy and that's the only type of exercise you're doing especially it's definitely the pros outweigh the cons and that's where context is everything mm-hmm Definitely, yeah. And I would say that, you know, what you do most of the time is going to make up most of your results. Mm -hmm. Like, um, you know, if you're thermal 80% of the time, then you're going to reap probably most of the benefits that you can reap with thermo for Mm -hmm. the most part. And the benefits become more and more marginal the closer you get to being perfect, I think. 
Absolutely. Like some of the stuff that we talk about, like, you know, supplementing with methylene blue and making sure that you get sodium bicarbonate before you go work out and stuff like that. Like those are very um, specific changes that you're going to notice only about like a five or 10% difference whenever you really come down to it. But, you know, for someone like you or me who is very consistent about that, like we can tell the difference between that five or 10%. But for someone who's just now being introduced to this stuff, like take the main principles, like get rid of PUFAs, get rid of things like soy and estrogenics from your diet. That's 80% of the results right there. Just avoid PUFAs and get rid of the estro- the phytoestrogens and stuff like that. And, you know, you're pretty much golden. Yeah, that and like the hard to digest vegetables as well. Yeah. Definitely. But also, I think it's very important. So when we're talking about establishing a baseline, I think it is important at some point to go to the extreme a little bit and to establish that baseline. So like we are in the society, we're born into it, that every food we eat is fortified with iron, fortified with omega-3s or PUFAs. And we are very far from a natural food source, to say like that. Like, like a lot of our things are synthetic. It's not real. Things have been added in, synthetic vitamins. So if you are in a state of poor health, and it really depends if you just want to get healthier and you feel fine, you don't need to do this. But if you are in a state of poor health, you're feeling sick, you don't have a lot of energy, blah, 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 whatever, you need to figure out what's causing the issue. And to do that, you kind of need to go to the extreme, go to like the Ray P diet where you may cut out starches and whatnot. And you may not need to do this, but you might. And see what how you feel. See how you should feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just... Drink half a gallon of milk a day, have, you know, four quarts of orange juice and sprinkle in a little bit of eggs and maybe some ground beef in there. And then that's pretty much yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's not not fun. But, um, I mean, again, it's going to depend on the person. If you are really sick and most people, I mean, I never did this. I still eat starches. Starches are, and it's, I've had some digestive issues with starches, but they're getting better and better as I get more thermal. Eat that raw daily carrot before it also helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that, you know, if you're just starting off on this and you do have a long ways to go in terms of, you know, establishing that new baseline of health, um, definitely go 100% in for at least mm-hmm. a little while, you know, three months maybe. Yeah, I'm not even going to say it's going to be 100% because if you can't go out to dinner, which is pretty hard to eat going out to dinner because you're just going to stress yourself out more. You need We need that social benefit and not everyone needs to be thermo. Not everyone cares about being thermo. So the ability to go out and have fun with your friends, go get dinner and have that social relief, that camaraderie, whatever you want to call it, is going to be extremely beneficial. Mm-hmm, definitely. Of course, if that meal is going to wreck you, then you might <laughs> second guess that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, picking a spot where you can get something that's pretty thermo and not going to mess mm-hmm. you up is is always an option. There's yeah. plenty of options out there. And always just make the best choices with what you have in front of you. Yeah, definitely. I feel like that's something that a lot of people, um, you know, Whenever I was first starting out, I would get really stressed that I didn't have any thermo options at something, but there were options that were like relatively thermo. They just weren't perfect. And so mm-hmm. um, as time has gone on and I've kind of developed more balance, I would say um, pretty much any situation that I've ever been in, I've been able to find the most thermo option that's available to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to know what to look for. And I feel like going really hard at the very beginning whenever you do get into it helps you kind of figure out like you know what exactly is the most thermal option here like you know 
are there a little bit of poofas in this, but you know, there's some good protein and stuff in here or Yeah, there's just trade offs for yeah, sure. Definitely. Yeah, so, and that's like someone asked yesterday, um, so no omega threes and omega sixes. Well, first to to do that you'd have to eat out of a test tube. Mm-hmm. And second, it's like every food has omega threes and omega sixes, including us. Like we are all gonna have some form of it. It's pretty impossible to be deficient again unless you're eating out of a test tube. This question is like what foods have the nutritional trade-off that is worth it. So mm-hmm. for me, it's like cod, beef, sometimes pork maybe if you can get a high source that's preferably low in PUFA. Chicken, same thing. Shellfish. Um, you can, maybe, and if you really love salmon, maybe salmon every once in a while, even though it's higher than those PUFAs. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I would say one of the most important times of the year for this would be uh, holidays. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I know a lot of people get super stressed out around the holidays, especially with like I think what Memorial Day is coming up next month and then you got uh the fourth of july coming around and stuff like that um people get super stressed out because they don't have that many options during those times but there's definitely a most thermo option and you can always prepare for any situation that you're going to jump into like um you know if you're going hiking you can get an epic bar and some fruit bars to go with you versus you know having to get a random protein bar and some trail mix or something like that yeah and i mean i also think it's just like Sometimes it's a sunk cost, you know. You're going to the barbecue. You don't want to be the guy that brings his own food. It's like, all right, you know what? Like, you, uh, you're 20 years old, 30 years old, 40 years old. You dug yourself in for 40 years, 40 years deep in the hole, pretty much. It's gonna take a long time to go out. Like, the, obviously, the more perfect you are, the faster it'll be. But it's marginal, right? Every increase. So it's like that hamburger and fries. It's not grass fed organic beef. Like, is that gonna make a difference? Probably not. And like Zach and I were talking about this last week, like um, him and his girlfriend were getting like a, a non-perfectly thermo meal. And he was like, what, what is this going to give me like 15 seconds more to live? Like, does that really matter? Um, it's it's the big things over time that make the difference. And trying to be as perfect as you can without stressing yourself out is probably the most important thing. You mm-hmm. can do. Well, then also, like, what's the point of being healthy if you're not able to enjoy it with the mm-hmm. people that you love and care about? Yeah. That's a very good point. And, yeah, I mean, there's just some things like, I don't know, uh, I, 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 like, I like Chipotle, for example, or, like, ribs. I love ribs. Mm-hmm. It is impossible to get a good quality pork. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't pasteurize pork unless you're buying it from, like, what is it, white pastures? White oak pastures? Um, wild pastures. Wild pastures. Mm-hmm. I think there's, like, white oak farms, too. I think they're another yep. brand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Unless you're ordering it online, it is impossible to get a non-corn and soy pork. But also, I mean, everything has its own benefits. So like a lot of people in the pro-metabolic community, including us a little bit, like will tell you like really focus on beef because it's the least sat, uh, polyunsaturated fat. Yeah, ruminant meat. Ruminant meat, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but chicken is and birds, poultry, are pretty high in taurine. And I forget what, what the other amino acid is that's not as found in higher quality in ruminants. Pork is pretty high in thiamine. It's one of the best uh, sources in that. So, like, ideally, if you can get a good quality chicken and pork, I think they're very beneficial to mix in. But even if you can't, I still think sometimes the pros can outweigh the cons because every food has its own nutritional value. Mm, Definitely. Yeah, and I feel like being able to balance it out also keeps you from getting bored on something like this because I feel like, you know, for me, I'm somebody who could probably eat the exact same thing every single day and never get tired of it. But 
ever since um, I've gotten a girlfriend who doesn't like to eat the same thing every single day, I've had to be a lot more creative with the way that I cook things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, keeping yourself from getting bored is going to be uh, a, a goal as well. I mean, yeah, that's a huge thing. I mean, even if you're, let's say, 55% thermo, as long as you're able to stick to that and hopefully you can increase it over time and get more and more thermo, especially as you like, that's how my family did it. They're pretty thermo at this point. Um, my mom likes to eat a little too many veggies, in my opinion. But other than that, like, they were never going to go all in. They didn't care enough. And it's hard to sell someone on that. And it's hard to sell yourself on that, too. But, like, realistically, that whole one foot, one shovel in, one shovel out kind of thing, like, if, no matter how perfect you are, if you're not going to stick to it, and this is the same thing with everything in life, with jiu-jitsu, with training, it doesn't matter how hard you go. It's like it's a marathon, not a race. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And I think educating yourself is going to be very important just because like the more that you know and the more that you figure out the more that you can identify trade-offs that are going to be in your favor Mm -hmm. so to speak um so definitely educate yourself as much as you can through the podcast through youtube channels through um you know listening to ray pete interviews Mm -hmm. or reading his books um you know all of it just try and absorb as much as you can and the more that you learn the more the better off that you're going to be. Yeah, I like my article, the uh, Thermodide Cheat Cheat. It's pretty good. It's like pretty simplified version of everything broken down. And then Chris's new book is going to be great. And the part I really like about Chris's new book, so like the chapters are basically 10 principles of the Thermodiet or the Prometabolic Diet. And we've got to remember that these are principles, not hard and fast rules. Mm-hmm. So, hey, there's context, but it's like eat more salt is one of the chapters. Like, here's why. It's not like, oh, chicken is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Poofa's bad. I think vegetables are quote unquote bad. They're one of the few foods I think are quote unquote bad because I don't think they have provide any nutritional value other than the omega threes, which are probably toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're fit for human consumption, but there's very other, if any f- foods that I think are qualified as bad. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would also kind of lump like seeds and nuts and stuff in there too, just because they don't digest well. They're, I wouldn't necessarily say that you should avoid them 1,000% of the time. Mm. Like if something has nuts in it and you don't have any other options but to eat that or starve, is probably going to be in your favor to eat it because mm. um, starving is going to be more of a stress than you know eating a little bit of poofas. Yeah, and that's also one of those things where it's like we have gotten away from – how we used to prepare foods. So like we used to soak nuts and seeds to make them more digestible, to break down the anti-nutrients within them. So like, let's say like regular nuts compared to soaked nuts and seeds are going to be worse. Um, maybe you could argue that some soaked nuts and seeds have some nutritional value in some context. Um, same thing with like those hard to digest vegetables. I was reading, I'm reading this book, James Nestor by James Nestor breath. And he talks about in this recent chapter, how we used to chew a lot of really hard foods and that has helped us bring our jawline, or help, which helps us to breathe, breathe better. So by developing a jaw, that we don't no longer do that anymore. So maybe vegetables have some kind of role in uh, our diet in some kind of fashion. Or you just eat a raw carrot, which is pretty hard to chew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like raw meat was probably pretty hard to chew back in the day too. Stuff like yeah, that. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so like. If you were going to go through an entire day of what your day looks like and with a balanced approach to thermo, what is what is the daily cycle of Tyler look like? Well, for me, it's more like I try to be pretty perfect during the week. And then if I'm going to mess up on the weekends, um, that's cool. Same thing with like calories, right? Like 
if it's a lot easier for a lot of people to, if you're going to lose weight, right, you got to be in a calorie deficit some way or how. It's a lot easier for a lot of people to be in a pretty hard deficit Monday through Thursday, maybe Sunday. And then Friday, Saturday, you give yourself some leeway to indulge. Um, so for me, I pretty much eat the same thing every day or like I'll switch up dinner. But I eat eggs in the morning um, with some bacon and cheese typically. Then I'll do a smoothie midday, typically before or after my workout or after the gym. And then I'll do ground beef, steak, chicken, um, and then maybe ice cream or a smoothie at night. So that's like that's pretty close, like perfect thermo probably, besides maybe the bacon. But uh, like I said, I think there's some nutritional trade-offs. Mm-hmm. And a lot of OJ in, mixed in there, OJ lemonade. What about you? Um, so I wake up pretty early, especially going to jiu-jitsu before work. Um, so that's probably not the most ideal from a thermo perspective. Ideally, I'd probably like to wake up without an alarm. Um, but that just doesn't happen, especially going into the office versus working from home. Yeah. Um, but wake up, cook some eggs for me and my girlfriend, and then have, probably have some sourdough toast with butter. Um, have some coffee with some milk and probably some maple syrup. Yes, sir. Then get out the door, go to jujitsu, um, roll pretty hard, tap you out, and then um, take a shower, get to the office, probably have some more coffee. Um, wait till about 11 o'clock, uh, snack on something, probably have a couple snacks while I'm at the office, then go home, probably have another snack. Um, usually that looks like some at the office is probably like potato chips or Epic bars or, um, that's it. Bars is another Mm -hmm. good one. And then, um, you know, with them, I'm probably steal some of your milk at the office with some maple syrup (laughs) and then, uh, Get home, I'll probably have like, you know, maybe a couple more eggs or like uh, maybe make a sandwich or something or have some leftovers that I made from the night before. And then usually some kind of meat, whether it's ground beef or steak or chicken, um, usually make some white rice or potatoes. Yep. Um, sometimes I'll have like white rice noodles or something like that just to change it up um, or some sweet potatoes. Um I really like making roasted chicken because it lasts a few days and I can have it for lunch like Mm. later on throughout the week too. So I'll do that. And then, you know, if, uh, if I need to, I'll pack a lunch for the next day or like I'll boil some eggs to make it a little bit quicker in the morning. So I don't have to wake up as early to cook and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And then outside of that, I might lift sometime throughout the day or, you know, go for a walk, get Mm -hmm. some sunshine, something like that. Yeah. And I think like so we have uh, avocado oil potato chips, which uh, at the office, which are pretty good. They're delicious. Um, but avocado oil like is a monounsaturated fat. Predominantly has some saturated. It has some polyunsaturated fat. So it's just a perfect example, right? Like it's not perfect. I, I'd love to, for it to be fried in lard or tallow. Actually, preferably lo- t- tallow because lard is pretty high in poofa these days. But I mean, it's just a trade off, right? And you just really enjoy having those chips. Great snack at the office. It's not perfect though. It's, Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I feel like this becomes more and more important, like as you develop a family and stuff too, because like as single dudes, it's super easy to be able to, you know, be a hundred percent thermo a hundred percent of the time. Cause you only got to worry about yourself and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once you start having a wife and kids and stuff like that, like balance becomes extremely important because, you know, trying to get your kids thermo is, probably easy if you're jake minor but outside of that like (laughs) you gotta have some leeway for sure 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think it comes down to that same thing. It's like you don't want your kid to be, let's say, ostracized. Or orthorexic. Or, well, that especially. But, yeah, it's like you don't want your, to expose your kid to too much of this stuff, honestly. Like you want to have a certain way of eating the house, and they can ask about it and fill it in their blanks as they learn. But you don't want to be – let's just take the carnivore diet, for example. Like you don't want to be telling your kid and brainwashing your kid that vegetables are poison and that – He's going to go and tell all of his teachers and all that stuff that and his friends that like, oh, you shouldn't eat that. Like, you got to let your kid make his own decisions. And like, hopefully in your house, he has that close to perfect thermo approach where it's like he doesn't have any choices or, or most of the choices he makes are going to be easy. He's going to eat ice cream. He's going to eat eggs, all that stuff, sourdough bread, whatnot, that he doesn't have to make the hard decision. Mm-hmm. You don't want them having to make the decisions, honestly, in my opinion. Like everyone, most people don't eat. Eat what they want. Mm-hmm. Most people don't have a ninety percent of people don't have a real systematic approach to how and why they eat something. Mm-hmm. And and most kids, I mean, I think most kids are fine, realistically, right? Like some kids have poor health issues, and we're seeing that more and more commonly. But if you can get your kid 90 percent thermo, they're going to be fine. If you can get them one hundred percent thermo, like Jacob Miner, or what's his little son's name's Jacob? Jacob, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that kid's going to be beast. Probably mentioned like 315 in eighth grade. <laughs> so uh, it'll be cool seeing him grow up. And my kids will hopefully be pretty thermo. I'm sure yours will be as well. But like you don't want to like brainwash them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, but I mean, if your kid is 100% thermo, then um, height is actually equivalent to a lot of studies show that it's the amount of nutrition that you get early in life is equivalent to how tall you can be later in life. So if you want some massive adult kids, then... Make sure to feed them thermo for as long as you can. With some big old brains. And honestly, it starts before they're born, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think pregnancy, nutrition and pregnancy is so important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's another place where balance is probably going to be super huge because pregnant women, whenever they're angry, are not very fun to deal with. (laughs) Yeah. and I mean, it's also so important to recognize, though, that there are so many people that have no utter regard for what they're putting into their body. And... I'm not going to say they're fine, but they're all right. You know, they're not dying left and right. There's no people lying in the streets just like, oh, I ate an iron fortified sandwich, just pass out. Mm-hmm. And so we I got to take everything with a grain of salt. Like we're going to be wrong now. We're going to be wrong a couple of years. Here's, so do what makes sense to you. Integrate those things. Try and feel it out. Feel what works. Feel what doesn't work. And see how you can live your life around that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that is going to make this easier is integrating as much thermo into your life as possible. So, you know, like growing as much of your own food as possible, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, going to the farmer's market and figuring out where your food is actually coming from is going to be good. Um, You know, developing a relationship with the farmers in your area, if you're able to do that, Um, stuff like that, just and integrating that in your life and building relationships with those kind of people is going to make it so much easier, especially for the long term, because you're going to have like a connection to a lot of it, which is nice. I think one of the big things, one of the cool things about getting thermo and I've like been getting into plants and all that stuff as well. But like you're starting to have a connection with the things that you're putting into your body versus just going to the store and just, you know, buy groceries. It's just uh, it's less viewed as fuel. And more like what you put into it is what you get out of it. And that's including your dollar as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so like my mom started making my, her own sourdough. That's awesome. I'm going to bring it back to Colorado when I move back out of here after the summer. Start making some gas sourdough. Um, 
But like, like sourdough, like, you can choose how to make it. You can break down like the anti nutrients. Like it's like it's really an art, and it's cool. Like, a lot of people in thermodiet, like you see Jake Miner post this crazy chef stuff. He's you see people start to take care of what they put into their body, and I think they start to enjoy cooking. I personally didn't enjoy cooking before. Now I'm starting to like, all right, like smoke some food, make some real good meat. And part part of that's got to be because it's harder to make healthy, good food and thermodiet. Mm-hmm. Part of it's also because I think you really start to know what you're doing and uh, start to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And also we apologize for this background laughter. Um, there's some people acting in the next room. So yeah, going to go choke them out after this. So it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just uh, do my best. <laughs> Um, so you got anything else? No, I don't think so. I mean, whenever it comes down to it, you know, um, do whatever works best for you. Use the high leverage factors and principles to, you know, get at least most of the way there and then fill in the gaps along the way from there. Yes, sir. And also, I mean, if it makes you feel better, I mean, you can always do like Gene and I will supplement things to, let's say, uh, counterbalance the detrimental things we'll do. So like the sodium or magnesium bicarbonate before or after like jiu-jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu is going to be pretty stressful. Mm. Um, it the helps to just pr- reduce the lactate in your blood, helps to just get you back to being, let's say, optimal or balanced faster. Things like theanine, things like vitamin E can help counteract the PUFAs. Vitamin K, all those things can be used to help, let's say, counteract some of the detrimental things you might do in your life, which you don't have to do that. Don't, again, don't stress it out. You don't need to consume the aspirin or vitamin E as, or bring it to uh, McDonald's. When you and your friends are going out to get food, but just try and take a balanced approach to everything. Do things that are sustainable and that you can live with for the rest of your life. And uh, that's about it. Yep. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you all next time. Peace. Peace.